the day I was asked this question literally changed my life. The question was this. Well, I mean, before I say the question, we really got to give a little bit of the backstory because if I just said the question, you'd be like, what? Right? So let's waste no time today. This will be, this will be all about the question, this simple question. The guy reversed it on me, right? I hate when that, uh, it, it's like uh, old school wrestling when they're like, oh, he's got him in the move. Oh, he reversed that move. Right? I don't know if that's old school wrestling. I think it's just wrestling, period. But uh, it's like that moment happened to me. And I'm so I was so prideful at the time. I was I, I came from a real spot of ego. I couldn't I couldn't let them know they got me. So I played it off. I like, cried like a baby later, then came back. But let's get to it. Let's say the story. You know what it is? The Unleash Your Hustle podcast. Yours truly, Michael Faber, hosted by me and presented by Unleash You Now. Let's do it. Society is on the back of creators and entrepreneurs. They're the ones that are going to save the world, change the world, and leave it better than they found it. They're willing to risk it all to impact and carve out their piece. Like, who wouldn't love that? But they're being lied to. They're made to believe they need to buy the software, invest in this list, create the site. And they are out before it even started because they're worried about the wrong thing. That's the point of this podcast. To prove that that's not the case because you don't need to because we didn't and we made it. So, years ago, like a decade ago, they were talking to me about joining... A mastermind, a bigger mastermind than the little things I knew about. I knew about very little things, right? To me, they weren't little. They were big because I didn't know they were little until I learned they were little and there was bigger, right? And then bigger and bigger and bigger and crazier, right? But I didn't know that. I thought just like, you know, the group of people that hung out was the group of people that hung out, right? Like I just thought the group of people that met were the group of people that met and that was it and that was cool. And that was as far as I was going. And at this time, at this time, I was having all kinds of struggles, right? I was having the inner dialogue struggle of like, what was my life worth? Like, what was the point of it? What was the point of me being here? Right? I was having this inner dialogue of like, I shouldn't even be here. Right? I was having survivor's guilt, right? Like, it was, uh, why, did I, why did I get through all this and other people didn't, right? Like, so internally, I was a mess, right? And then externally, we, I had roller coaster. I always say I had roller coaster businesses, right? Like people go on roller coaster rides. I had roller coaster businesses. So like we would kill it, and then we get killed. And like we would kill it, then we get killed. We would kill it, and that's a great way to stay pretty much even, <laughs> right? So it was like people were like, "Damn, you must be killing it." And I was like, "At times," and they're like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, other times I'm getting killed, right?" It was the roller coaster, and I didn't know how to stop it. I just thought that was business, right? Because I didn't know better. I didn't know. I didn't know, right? And uh, I was just getting slammed, right? And it was, it was the constant back and forth, the constant over and over again. And oh my God, it was, it was literally like, at that time, there was so much that was weighing on me. It was unbelievable. I had a young daughter that was weighing on me, right? I, I, I had these fluctuating businesses that was weighing on me. I was trying to figure out my way no longer in business, in investing, in, in wealth, in life, right? My boy just passed away, right? Like, I'm, I'm a mess. And this person uh, hits me up and they're like, hey, you know, we saw you're in this mastermind. We want to sell you our mastermind. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, like, again, all I know is the one I was in. It's like $100 a month, right? Like nothing. All right, so I'm like, ah, cool. And really, I just use that more as a connecting service than anything, um, other than that, so 
Yeah, I wasn't even taking full advantage of that. And this guy tells me about this mask, and it sounds amazing. It does. They're like they have, you know, people in all different kinds of fields coming in and speaking to you about their 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 mission, their purpose, and and different tools and tactics they can use and skills they have. And you're like, oh my god, like this is awesome, all right? Like they're gonna bring in experts to talk to us, like that I couldn't just that I would have to pay for separately. All right, like here's the deal: you bring me twelve experts, I have to spend a thousand each. That's twelve thousand alone. If it's less than twelve thousand, I already made a deal, right? Like I already won on the price. So they have like twelve experts. They had like two, I think it was one or two trips that you could go on, right? Like, and they were a little cheesy about it though. Like you could go on the trip, and like they would have some activities for you on the trip, but really, like you were paying for everything on that trip. Like you were paying for it. No longer just your flight. Like you were paying for your room, your meals, right? Like any, anything you were doing, right, to get to the meeting room, you were, like you were paying for everything. And there's still some that do that. This is not my stuff. But the uh, they would have this trip, and they they had these like uh, at that point they didn't like have zooms, right? So they had these like calls. They had like this like uh, like messenger service that you were part of, right? They had this email chain and, and newsletter and. And different thing. they had this like uh, every month they had this like financial advisor uh, or fiduciary or whatever say you know some things that to look out for different ways to build money, right? Like it was just like every every way you thought it could change your life, it was talking about changing your life, right? And I was just like, oh my god, this is amazing! And then the guy told me the price, and he was like ten grand. I was like, oh my god, get the hell out of here! Ten grand, ten grand for something I can't sell. Right. And uh, he, you see what I did right there it was like the what I just did was what we refer to as poor man's mentality. Right. And it's you hear what I said, 10 grand for something I can't sell. I'm looking at the reverse. I'm not looking at what I get. I'm looking at what I could sell it for. And if I can't sell, why would I ever spend on it? Poor man's mentality because knowledge I can't sell. But with knowledge, I can apply it to my life and change commas. Commas. I always, I always tell people like, the businesses I'm really interested in change commas, right? Like if we're talking straight business, not impact. We all know the businesses I'm involved for impact, and believe me, every every business we have, we turn for purpose business, right? Um, but the idea was like, there, there's businesses I'll talk to people about investing in or being part of, and I always say they're comic club businesses because they change the comic club you're in, right? Like if you're, oh, you know, a hundred thousand air. Right? And you want to be a, a millionaire, that's a comic change, right? Like, or you want to be a billionaire, that's a comic change, right? And there's, there's businesses that are trajectory, right? They show that they're going to go to that point and you'd be like, all right, cool. Like I could ride this to above this anyway. So this person says this and I'm, I'm automatically like, get the, f- get out of here, brother. Right? Like I give you 10 grand a day tomorrow. One of my businesses take a dive and I'm broke. You know what I mean? Like, nope. So it's like, I just, you know, I said the quick, easy thing. And in business, especially uh, when you're in business a while, one of the things uh, that you really try to advert, right? Like you really try to hit your ideal client <clears throat> and people, uh, that's why I love a good value step or a value ladder, value escalator, whatever anybody, everybody thinks of different names, right? That no matter where someone is in their journey, they can come into some part of yours. And it's important knowing where they can come in at this time and not be risky because not everybody, not everybody's going to be, you know, you or me, right? Like I, I was willing to risk a lot. I was, I, I was, I'm always willing to risk a lot because I know that that's the way I've made, 
right, was I, I didn't make it by not trying. I didn't make it by playing small, right? I said, all right, I'm bigger than this. Let's go. Anyway, so the guy says it, and I say, yeah, I can't afford that. Because in business terms, if he's selling that price point and I can't afford that price point, normally he'd leave me alone. That was my game plan, right? Because if you can't afford the price point, you can't afford the price point. So then I'm thinking business-wise, why would I address this person if they can't afford my price point? Uh, I was not smart enough at the time to understand how people do this. But uh, <laughs> I like that. I was like, uh, you'd back off me because I can't buy your price. I'm broke, right? Like, uh, like I, I don't have that kind of expendable cash just to hope and pray that whatever this guy tells me helps me. All right. And the guy said, oh, I completely understand that. You know, some will look at this money and say, wow, that's a lot of money. And I get it. And, you know, I heard can't afford it a million times, to be honest with you. I was like, dang, you ever think about lowering your price? And he said, no, I know the value we give. I was like, Jesus, all right. He's like, I, I know how this changes people's lives. I know how this changes people's business. I know how this changes people's relationships. I know how this changes people's health, their mindset, their focus, right? And he just goes on this list, and I'm like, wow, all right. And he's like, so let me ask you a question. I'm like, all right. <laughs> right? Like, now I'm like, uh, all right. Like, he's really spinning this on me. Now I feel pressure. And he's like, what can't you afford? Forget about the money. Can you afford for your relationships to continue the way they are? Right? This time I'm like in this crazy ass horrible relationship. I'm like, Jesus. Right? Can you can you afford to keep living the life you're living? Can you afford the bank account you have right now? Continuing on for another 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Can you afford that? Can you afford your business going on the cycle it's going? Or he told me it's a roller coaster. Can you afford it doing that for another decade? Can you afford? Right? And he just goes. And he's like, can you afford this? Can you afford that? Can you afford this? And it's just like beating me up because everything he's hitting, if I'm being honest, isn't where I want to be. But now I'm pissed, right? Like, so now like ego's in. I'm like, no, motherfucker. I told you what I can't. My life's great, right? Like, <laughs> and uh, so he's going on this roll about things. Can I afford this? Can I afford this? Can you afford your daughter who says one of the most important things, saved your life and became your life in a heartbeat, literally saved your life again. How many times do you need her to save your life until you show her the life she should live? And it's just like, oh, shit, bro. Right? Like, easy, man. We don't know each other. That's like fighting terms. Right? Like, don't, don't talk about my daughter. Right? Like, I'll kill you. Right? So the, uh, it was just, I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. Right? Like, a good, good pick. Right? And I hang up. And literally that night, again, just go in my room. I just cry. Right? I just cry. Because dude was right on. I didn't want the same relationships I had 10 years from now. I didn't want the same bank account. I can't afford that. I can't afford to have the same roller coaster of a business. 10 years from now, I can't afford to tell my daughter that, you know, it's okay to settle, right? I can't afford these things. I can't afford to have my health the way it was, my wealth the way it was, my relationships the way it was, my mindset the way it was, my thinking, right? My belief, my purpose, right? My legacy, all these things. I couldn't afford to have them the way it was. So the next day I call that dude and I go, hey, I'm in. How do I reserve my spot? Thinking it'll be like, hey, man, oh, that's cool. Your spot's reserved. Just come with the money, right? No. Right, and it wasn't like put a hundred down. It wasn't like that either, right? It was like this: Oh, you give us the money, and just so you know, there's three spots left, and you have 72 hours before we close it because then we got to start focusing on the people that are in. And I'm like, shit, what? Like shit. All right. All right. So now I'm like, if I take this cash straight out, and the and one of the businesses take a hit, I'm in serious trouble. No longer am I in trouble. I put everybody that's part of the business in trouble. And if you remember the story about the restaurant, that was years before that. I never wanted to do that again, right? Like I never wanted to put them in that position again where it was because of me, 
right? Or something that I was in control of or I could have helped or I could have prevented. That was my that was my promise. It'll never be because of me. All right? So I was like, well, I can't do that. So how can I do this? All right? And I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I used to really care about having great credit. Then I stopped caring about having great credit and I wanted to make moves that really impacted me because I never wanted to have something sitting there like a chess move I could use if I had to, but I wanted to be in the position where I never had to use it. So anyway, so I had horrible credit, right? And I'm like, man, how can I do this? All right? And I go <laughs> and there's, I find this thing where it's like, you know, if you're in college, you know, you can get these credit cards. They help out college students, right? Which, by the way, it's a huge ripoff. Their, their, like, their rate was like 30% increase. It was like, I was, I was going to pay that off forever, right? But anyway, so I'm like, all right, here's the deal. <laughs> I'm going to sign up for some shitty-ass little course. <laughs> and then I'm going to show that I'm in college, right? Because I've been in college for like 20 years. I'm going to show that I'm in college. And then I'm going to apply to all these cards. And if I get five, I have it. Well, what happened was I didn't get five. I got four. And I just got lucky enough where all four uh, gave me 2500 So I literally called this dude back, and I'm like, hey, I got four cards. We're using 2500 on each. All right? And uh, hilarious. They all got declined. I had to do twenty four ninety nine on each. <laughs> and the guy said, when I see him, give him five bucks. Which I was like, well, I'm only $4 short, but sure. All right? So, and that's how I got in my first, like, deep, real, like, in-depth mastermind. And I'll never forget the way the guy said that when I said I can't afford it. He goes, well, can you afford this? And started talking about everything in my life. And then what happened was I couldn't afford what he sold me more. He changed my fear and what my pleasure was. I thought my pleasure was going to be having that money in the bank. My fear was that, oh, my God, if I spend this money, everything can end, and I can't do that. But he changed it when my fear was that my life would never, I would never level up. That my daughter would see this and think that's how you're supposed to live. That my relationships wouldn't increase. That I would have those types of relationships for the rest of my life. Right? Like, and on and on and on. And all he did was reframe. He switched how I was looking at the same picture and made it where it was I could not not do it. I had to now. And why I say the story is because of this. There's a lot of people I know. There's a lot of people listening to this. Well, I mean, I don't know why you consider a lot, but listening right now that keep using things as excuses to not make decisions, to not jump, to not go for it. And what I really want you to think about is this. Are they serving you or hurting you? Or are those decisions you're making serving you or hurting you? Because for so long I thought I was serving me, but what I was doing was hurting me. I was hurting my business. I was hurting my relationships. I was hurting my, my inner self. I was hurting my own beliefs, my own heart. I was, I was hurting my health, my wealth, my relationship. I was hurting it all. I was hurting my mindset, my purpose. I was, I was destroying me. Because what I thought I couldn't afford was really what was killing me. What I thought I couldn't afford was giving me what I really couldn't afford. And where are you doing that in your life? Where are you doing that in your relationships? Where are you doing that in your business, in your wealth, in your health, in everything that you talk about, that you care about, in your legacy, in your impact? Where are you saying, I really want to do this, but I'm not willing to do this? And then see how you're lying to yourself 
and how you can change that. Because I'll tell you this a hundred times over. It's like the Langley story with the Wright brothers. And Simon Sinek says a great version of this. Langley had every reason to beat the Wright brothers. He had all the money. He had all the material. He had the smartest people that worked, walked earth. Right? He was backed by the government. He had his own facility. He was par- like paraded around town like he was going to be the hero. And the Wright brothers, no one knew about sitting in a bike shop using old parts. But they just cared. And here's the difference. They cared so damn much. They were, be- they were willing to be more resourceful than someone that had more resources. Stop counting your resources and start figuring out how to be resourceful. Because being resourceful changes the game for anybody and everybody that does it. Because at some point, I don't care how great you are, at some point you're going to run into something that you're not, it's not just the resources you have handy. It's you're going to have to figure out how to be resourceful to get the result you want. And I don't want that to be the end. Because I almost let it be mine. So again, why can't you really afford? It's a great question. Peace, love, and happiness as always. Till next time, peace. Unleash Your Hustle podcast brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. Let's get it. Show the world your greatness. We out. Thank you so much for listening to the Unleash Your Hustle podcast with Michael Faber brought to you by Unleash You Now where we want to show the world your greatness.